Welcome to Book Bistro, where book enthusiasts come to chat about the books they love in a warm and supportive environment. Today is Monday, January 28th, 2019, and I'm Shannon, here with your guide to new releases coming out the week of January 29th. Hello, everybody from cold and snowy Michigan. I am very glad to be here to chat about one of my very favorite things, which is, of course, new books. Um, You may hear the sounds of a snowplow in the background, and if you do, I apologize. Um, We've had, I don't know, about seven inches of snow fall upon us today, so the plows are out, as they must be, but that is not always conducive to a great recording, so I do apologize. Anyway, I have several fantastic things to talk with you about that I'm very excited to read and very excited for you to read as well. But before we get into that, I just want to remind you that, of course, you can find us on Facebook by searching Book Bistro Podcast. Once you're there, you can like and or follow the page as well as join our Book Bistro Facebook group where you can chat with us as well as with other listeners. We would definitely love to have you there. If you want to get a hold of us for any reason, you can do that by Facebook as well, or you can send us an email, and that address is thebookbistropodcast at gmail.com. And without any further delay, let's get on to the new books. So the first one that I'm going to talk about is one that I'm really, really excited about and have been um, ever since I heard that it was coming out. This is called The Dead Queen's Club, and it's by Hannah Capen, who is an author that I'm not familiar with, but this book just really, really intrigued me. So this is kind of a retelling of the story of Henry VIII's wives. Except it's set in a high school. So it's like a contemporary spin on the six wives of Henry VIII. And our narrator is sort of the Anne Cleves, um, you know, the Anne of Cleves persona. And basically, she's talking about how these, all these women, well, not really women, I guess, but girls, are super excited to date Henry, who is like the quarterback of the school's football team. But apparently, dating Henry is not all it's cracked up to be. And so far, Anne is the only girl who has escaped this relationship unscathed. There are five others, and apparently not so great things have happened to them. So I'm really excited to see what this would look like. This, again, is The Dead Queen's Club, and it is by Hannah Capen. Next up is That Churchill Woman by Stephanie Barron, and this is the story of Winston Churchill's mother, Jenny. And this is a character that I did not know anything about until I got an early copy of this book. I read it and really enjoyed it. Jenny is a very, very fascinating historical figure. So if you like kind of this biographical fiction, um, I would definitely recommend That Churchill Woman by Stephanie Barron. How about a bit of a thriller? 
Jennifer Spence is releasing The Lost Girls this week. And this is a story that asks the question, what if you could change the past? And I don't get the impression that it's like, what if you could change the past by like going back in time? Um, I'm not really sure what it means exactly, but it intrigued me. And so it earned um, a mention here. It's definitely something that I plan to pick up as soon as it comes out. This again is The Lost Girls and it is by Jennifer Spence. I am not a fan of most contemporary romance. Um, I have to say that right up front because I'm about to tell you about a contemporary romance that I haven't read and probably won't read. But a lot of people love Sally Thorne. Um, People really, really adored The Hating Game last year. And so her new novel, 99% Mine, which comes out tomorrow, um, I guess today when you're actually listening to it, um, has gotten a ton of positive buzz. And I didn't really feel like I could do a new releases episode that didn't at least mention it, even though it's not a book that I'm excited about. You know, that certainly doesn't mean that some of you aren't excited about it. So I wanted to mention it. Again, it is 99% Mine by Sally Thorne. And moving on to a romance that I do plan to read. Laura Lee Gerke is releasing the third volume in her Dear Lady True Love series. And this is called Governess Gone Rogue. I have not read the first two yet, although I really, really want to. Um, So this is just something else that I'll pick up and, you know, add to my very large uh, to-be-read pile. Um, I've heard great things, though, about her writing, not just in this series, but in other um, historical novels as well. So if you are a fan of historical romances set in England, definitely pick up Governess Gone Rogue, Dear Lady True Love, book three by Laura Lee Gerke. And we go back to kind of a thrillery book now. Brian Freeman is releasing The Crooked Street, which is the third installment in his series featuring Frost Easton. Um, I read the first one and really, really loved it. Um, It kind of scared me. It had a couple of really creepy scenes, but I enjoy Freeman's writing quite a bit. It's another one of these um, things that we see quite a bit of. You know, there's a, a male police detective and he's tasked with solving some really difficult cases. Um, Similar, I suppose, in some ways to like the John Sanford, um, Lucas Davenport series, but a little less like hard boiled, I guess. Um, Frost is a fantastic character. I have to say that his landlord is literally a cat. And I love that so, so much. So this again is The Crooked Street, Frost Easton, book three by Brian Freeman. Next up is the U.S. release of Saving You by Charlotte Nash, who is an Australian author. And I don't know if other books of hers have been released here or not, but apparently she's pretty popular in Australia. Saving You is the story of a single mom who boards a plane from Australia to New York in hopes of finding her five-year-old son who seems to have disappeared. 
while she's journeying, she apparently meets these three senior citizens, and they end up going on a road trip across America. And it just sounds really, really delightful and fun, um, very poignant. So this, again, is Saving You, and it is by Charlotte Nash. Speaking of missing children, let's talk about Golden Child by Claire Adam. This is a novel that is set in Trinidad and is more of a kind of literary novel than a mystery. It does center around the disappearance of a 13-year-old boy, but instead of focusing on like where this child went, where you know, I'm sure we, we hear about that, but this novel focuses more on how this disappearance affects his family. Um, I'm always eager to read books that are set in unusual locations, you know, that aren't like England and America and France. So I'm very excited to read something set in Trinidad. And this again is Golden Child and it is by Claire Adam. Lee Bardugo is releasing the first book in her Nikolai duology. And this is called The King of Scars. I have not read Bardugo yet, although I've heard fantastic things about her Grisha novels. Um, this is set in that world, but is apparently independent of um, the previous two series that she's written. So I, I'm assuming that you could pick this up, um, whether or not you've read the rest. I will probably start way back at the beginning with Shadow and Bone um, and read in order but that does not mean that that's what you have to do. So this again is King of Scars, and it is book one in Lee Bardugo's Nikolai duology. Next up is some urban fantasy. This is The Wolf and the Whale, and it is by Jordana Max Brodsky. I have not read her, but I am super intrigued by her Olympus-bound trilogy which is about like the greek gods who are apparently alive and well in modern times so i really want to read this but the wolf and the whale um i'm guessing technically wouldn't be urban fantasy it's kind of more epic fantasy i guess but it is about a shaman and a viking and they have to join their two cultures use some high magic and save the world as they know it so I'm very excited to get my hands on this. This again is The Wolf and the Whale, and it is by Jordana Max Brodsky. The Love and Lies of Roxana Ali by Sabina Khan is the next book that I'm really excited about. This is a young adult novel, and it deals with a young Muslim girl who is struggling with her sexual orientation. Um, I... I'm a fan of a lot of young adult fiction, especially that which has an LBGT theme. So I'm really excited about this one. This again is The Love and Lies of Roxana Ali, and it is by Sabina Khan. I have wanted to read The Jewel by Amy Ewing for a really long time. I own it. It's sitting here. I look at it every now and then. And I say, wow, what a beautiful bookity you must be. I, I really want to read you. And then I say, oh, but I have to read this thing and this thing and this thing. So you'll have to wait. So apparently she has finished the series um, that is started off by the jewel. And she's starting a new series. And this is called The Cerulean. And I'm not sure 
if it is a spin-off of that series. I was kind of afraid to read the synopsis so that I didn't spoil myself um, because I've done that and been very, very disappointed in the past. So I was very hesitant to look deeper into this. But if you enjoy young adult fantasy, and if you, unlike me, have read The Jewel, um, definitely pick up The Cerulean by Amy Ewing. Amy Ewing. I plan to sometime soon. Next up is a historical novel. This is We Shall See the Sky Sparkling by Susanna Aiken. This is the story of a young woman in Edwardian England, and she really wants to be an actress, but that is not considered a respectable profession, and things go on from there. I'm not sure um, if she achieves her dream or not. I would assume so, but that's just a guess. Um, I'm intrigued by this. I love historical novels that are set on the stage. So I definitely plan to pick this up. This again is We Shall See the Sky Sparkling, and it is by Susanna Aiken. I am very, very thrilled that I can finally talk about this next book. This is What Doesn't Kill Her. It's book two in Christina Dodd's Cape Charade series, and I love this entire series so much. Um, I have not read the novellas, to be fair, but I'm not a big novella reader. Um, but I really adored Dead Girl Running, and What Doesn't Kill Her is a spectacular follow-up that I had an early copy of. This is romantic suspense at its best. Um, it's very, very fast-paced, lots of action, a fantastic romance. I, I just love everything about it. So please, please, please pick up What Doesn't Kill Her, Cape Charade, book two, by Christina Dodd. So Tosca Lee has written an apocalyptic thriller, and I'm not always a fan of books about the apocalypse, but I really like books about plagues, and so this one kind of makes me happy. This is called The Line Between, and it is about a plague that causes dementia, and it's apparently sweeping across the nation, and the world is about to end. So I want this in like a really big way. Um, I kind of wish it was out right now because I would go get it, but I'll just have to wait till tomorrow. So anyway, this again is The Line Between and it is by Tosca Lee. Here is another book that I don't plan to read, but again, some of you might, so it does deserve a mention here. This is free, and it is the sixth book in Kristen Ashley's Chaos series. A lot of people love Kristen Ashley. Um, I tried to read her once and just couldn't really make it work for me. But again, um, I know a lot of people really enjoy her, so I did want to mention free Chaos, book six by Kristen Ashley. I am very excited about this next book. Um, I feel like that's like an ongoing theme of these um, new release episodes. But this is At the Wolf's Table, and it is by Rosella Posterino. It is historical fiction set during World War II. Yay! And it's about a young woman who becomes one of Hitler's food tasters. Um, apparently, he hired 100 food tasters because he was pretty sure that people were trying to assassinate him. And so we get to read about one of these women. So this again is At the Wolf's Table, 
and it is by Rosella Posterino. Next up is the latest installment in a very long-running series that I have yet to read. It's another one of these that I keep looking at and saying, oh, I really need to read this. So Michelle Sagara is releasing Cast in Oblivion, which is the 14th book in her Chronicles of Elantra series. Um, This looks kind of like high epic fantasy um, set in like a court with quite a bit of intrigue. I'm very excited to read the first one. And if I love the first one as much as I'm expecting to, then I will eventually, although I cannot tell you when, get up to book 14. But if you are more attentive to this series than I am, you might be ready for book 14. So please pick up Cast in Oblivion, Chronicles of Elantra 14 by Michelle Sagara. And I also want to mention a new young adult fantasy novel by Bridget Kemmer. This is A Curse So Dark and Lonely. And the only thing that I have um, read about this is that it is kind of toward the darker end of the spectrum as far as young adult fantasy goes, which of course makes it something that I will definitely read because I do enjoy my fantasy dark. Um, Kamar has written several different genres of things, um, some YA kind of contemporary realistic fiction, as well as some fantasy. Um, I think there has been at least one YA romance. So this looks like it's a very multifaceted um, story from a really stellar author. So again, this is A Curse So Dark and Lonely by Bridget Kemmerer. Last up is Once a Liar by A.F. Brady. I read, um, what is that called? The Blind by Brady last year, and it was very, very disturbing to me. Um, in, in kind of that good, like, you know, fun way that thrillers can be disturbing, but also just on a deep, kind of visceral level, um, that novel creeped me out. But I will definitely pick this up. This is the story of a very powerful, if very um, unlikable, defense attorney who has been accused of murdering his mistress. And apparently there is a lot more to the story than what, uh, what I just said, but I have not read it yet. And even if I had, I would not want to spoil it for you. So this again is Once a Liar by A.F. Brady. And that is all I have for you this evening. As always, this is not intended to be a comprehensive list. There are so many more books that come out each week than I could ever have the time or the energy to tell you about. So please feel free to, you know, keep checking your own sources. And if you see anything that looks great, um, definitely leave us a comment and let us know about it. We are always looking for more great books. If you want to let us know how we're doing, you can always leave us a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts or whichever other platform you use to access the show. We would certainly appreciate it. And we'll be back on Friday with more bookish greatness. Until then, stay warm and, of course, happy reading.